pros do it right by relying on trusted brands because your reputation depends on it. Lowe's is here to help by having more of those brands in stock like DeWalt. So when you need a DeWalt tool fast, you know where to go and where to save. Because we stock the largest in-store selection of DeWalt power tools and accessories of any national retailer. And now you can save $100 on a DeWalt XR2 Tool 20-volt max brushless power tool combo kit featuring a drill and impact driver for just $289. Do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Offer valid through 616 U.S. only. Hello, Grinders, and welcome back to the Daily Fantasy Fix Podcast. I'm your host, Travis Mangone, here to break down the slate for you guys. Uh, Hopefully, you guys had a good uh, Monday slate. It was definitely a really, really interesting one. Uh, Overall, just uh, not a lot of runs were scored, and uh, pitching wasn't too bad. It was just really a a strange slate. Uh, The the Diamondbacks, they were like one of the higher scoring teams of the night, and it was mainly because of David Peralta uh, hitting two home runs. It was just a really, really, really strange slate. So we're back, though, with a, uh, you know, 15, or not 15-game slate, a 14-game slate today so uh yeah this slate should be pretty good i like these bigger slates on tuesdays they're much more appealing to me you know ownership gets spread out yada 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 so uh yeah i i like this one you don't have to worry about uh you know people just playing all the same guys like nelson cruz was 93 percent owning cash games yesterday which uh you know i like uh you know being on a sharp play but geez 93 percent uh is uh pretty insane so hopefully we don't see that tomorrow uh should be fun for cash games should be fun for tournaments there's pitchers to pay up for there's pitchers to pay down for there's course fields there are tons of different bats so let's kind of get started First game up, Atlanta Braves, Washington Nationals, seven and a half total here. We have Sean Newcomb and Max Scherzer. And uh, yeah, he's the guy you want to pay for if you have the money. Max Scherzer against the Braves sounds like a great idea. He is the best raw points player of the slate. The problem is, do you think that you have the money on him? Would you rather spend down on some other pitchers? I think you can spend down on some other pitchers. Just the question is, do you feel like you have to prioritize those bats? So uh, Max Scherzer, he is a really good play. I get it. It is the Braves and people are worried about the Braves, uh, but they're, they're, I don't know. I feel like they're not as scary as uh, people uh, make them out to be at times. And when we have an ace like Max Scherzer, we have to kind of, uh, you know, we kind of have to just pull the trigger on it. So uh, I think in FanDuel, you definitely need to be playing him. He's going to be the guy that I want to go to. There are some other guys that we'll talk about that I think are in the conversation, but Max is definitely the number one that you want to try and make work. DraftKings, I think you want to make more sure SP1 and then probably go with a uh, you know, really cheap SP2, kind of condense the salaries together to uh, make a pretty uh, cheap uh, cheap combination of pitching all around. And then on Fantasy Draft, I would kind of do the same thing. Like I said, uh, you know, he's 26.9K on Fantasy Draft. DraftKings, he's 13.9K. It is a pricey spend, but I would do my best to try and make it work. And if you can't make it work, then that's fine. But I would do my best to try and make that work and then jam in like a really cheap pitcher uh, on like a two-pitcher site and then go from there. But Max Scherzer, he's uh, you know, the best pitcher on the slate that you want to be rostering. Next up, I want to talk about Sean Newcomb, and this is just not really an ideal spot for Newcomb, not an ideal spot for the Nationals, and it feels like a good spot just to stay away from. Uh, you know, I won't be playing Newcomb. I won't be playing really many Nationals. Maybe I'll take like a Zimmerman as a one-off, but I don't know. I'm just there's not a lot to like here for me uh in this game it's just pitching really max scherzer i don't want to really play any braves bats and like i would love to play nationals bats but they have a lower total and this is a a pitcher that's a really talented pitcher he did do that uh you know have that 
almost a perfect game the other day, but I do think this is a spot where I'm just going to kind of uh, shy away from the Nationals bats and shy away from Newcomb and mainly focus on Scherzer in this game overall because it's tough. I just don't like the, you know attacking elite hitting like that and elite pitching, so just uh, a spot to really stay away, and Max Scherzer is the guy that you're going to want to be playing in this game. Next one up, we got the Boston Red Sox, Toronto Blue Jays. We got Drew Pomerantz against Marcus Stroman. This is a 9.5 total here, and I expect runs to be scored for sure in this game. Uh, Drew Pomerantz is one guy that uh, I do think he's going to get hit up a little bit here. We got guys like Gritchick at the top. Uh, Devin Travis, Smoke, Morales, Hernandez. That one through five is a really appealing stack here uh, for cheap. And I do think that you can mix some of these guys in your cash games. Uh, Drew Pomerantz is a guy, yeah, that, you know, he can have his good outings. But the Blue Jays, they're very good at hitting lefties. And Pomerantz is one of those lefties. Uh, he can get hit really hard and have some problems. So I do think that this is a spot where the, some of these Blue Jays bats are really appealing. And uh, I'm, I'm, I don't love this offense, the way it's constructed right now, right? The Blue Jays are not a team that I, uh, that I play often. But I I do think in this spot for their salaries, I think we could get away with it and they could uh, have some pop in their lineup. Obviously, the Red Sox, they are a really interesting team. They're, you know, one of the best offenses in the league. Uh, if you want to get exposure to them, you can. It's I'm never going to argue against it. Against Marcus Stroman, uh, it's not as ideal. I think Stroman is a fine pitcher. He's not what he was last year. He's gotten a little bit better though. He struggled a ton at the start of the year, but I do think that Stroman is a guy that we don't need to pick on totally. If you want to play Moreland, uh, you know, Ben Nintendi, uh, definitely down for that. Betts and Martinez, uh, any of that one through five, I will always sign off on. I also think that some of these prices on these guys are pretty good. Like Xander Bogarts is 3-3 on FanDuel. Mitch Moreland is 3-3 on FanDuel as well. Those are really nice price tags on those guys. You get Moreland at 4-1 on DraftKings. Bogarts is 4-2. And then, uh, fantasy draft you're getting more than an 8-4 and Bogarts at 8-4 so there is a little bit of a discount there if you want some exposure to the Red Sox offense uh, I think that's not a bad route to go with it uh, just trying to get Betts and JD Martinez in there today it just doesn't seem too necessary to me uh, just because I think there's other uh, bats that I would rather pay for instead Next game up, Cincinnati Reds, New York Mets. We've got an eight and a half total here. We got Sal Romano against Jason Vargas. And Jason Vargas is a guy that I kind of think is interesting on this slate. Uh, I don't love Jason Vargas. I'm not a big Jason Vargas fan, but uh, he is 4.5K. It is a very cheap price tag. And he's going up against a Reds offense that is not great. Sure, I'm scared of Eugenio Suarez. Like, so scared of him. He's a very, very good hitter. But, uh, I mean, what else am I really scared of? We got Novato in the projected lineup. I mean, this lineup looks kind of ugly here. So, uh, I do think Vargas could get you, you know, double digits on DraftKings. Maybe get you to 10 to 12, worst case scenario. And then, you, you know, you're sitting fine. You have him with Max Scherzer and you're looking good in your, you know, your lineups. Uh, again, I don't think that Vargas is going to go out here and pitch this gem. But I do think for the price, he is someone that you have to be considering in your cash game because it'll help you get in the bats. Uh, you know, it's a core slate. We definitely have cores bats that we're going to want to prioritize and other bats throughout the slate that we, we're going to want. So uh, I do think that Jason Vargas is a guy that you need to be considering a little bit in cash games. On the opposite side, Sal Romano gets the Mets offense. I'm going to kind of stay away uh, from... I don't know. I get it. The Mets offense is bad. I totally understand. It's just one of those things. They're hitting the ball a little better right now. And I'm not saying their lineup is like really good or anything, but uh, it's definitely got a little better putting in McNeil and, uh, you know, I don't know. It just, it doesn't look as bad as 
people might make it think like McNeil's a better hitter than people think so they just see Jeff McNeil and think he's bad I don't know if he's just like uh skewing things for me but I feel like this lineup doesn't look as bad as it maybe looked uh two weeks ago right uh I don't know I just don't think that we need to be going sour mono I'd rather just go Jason Vargas instead I think there's a better opportunity with him there so that's kind of what I'm thinking uh in this game if you want to play some of the bats uh I guess I would look at uh, a Nemo I'd play I'd play Conforto McNeil those are kind of the guys I'd look at maybe Rosario at the top who's been swinging the ball pretty decently and then uh, on the red side, like Eugenio Suarez is a phenomenal play. Uh, I, I said, obviously, I like Vargas, but I mean, Eugenio Suarez, I feel like we'll, could get a hold of one and get a solo shot today. Uh, so let's hope that that's what he does, not get like a grand slam if the bases get loaded or something crazy. But I do think Suarez is a real good candidate to hit one out tomorrow. So that's about it for this game, though. Uh, let's go on to the next one. We got the Minnesota Twins, the Cleveland Indians this is an eight and a half total with Alberto Mejia and Carlos Carrasco and Carrasco is a guy that against this Twins offense that's not so great right now I do think that uh, Carrasco is interesting the problem is I just don't know if I want to spend that money on him, right? If you're just talking about the matchup and how he could do, I think he's going to pitch a pretty good game. Vegas agrees, 3.32 implied total only for the Twins. I mean, Carrasco is definitely in line for a good outing, but I, I will say the price is definitely not where I want it to be. 10.6 on FanDuel, DraftKings, it's 11.5, and then 22.2K on Fantasy Draft. It's definitely more of a tournament play. He's in my player pool for tournaments to consider and definitely be rostering, but in cash games, it's a little bit tougher for me to stomach, and it seems like he gets kind of caught in uh, no man's land there people are just not going to want to play him and they're either gonna go to scherzer or go down more and people just are not going to look at him more so in cash games and he's gonna be more of a tournament option which means he'll go a little under owned uh, let's talk about this uh, Indians offense now here against Mejia. And this is definitely a spot, you know, the Indians are home. When the Indians are home, what do we want to do? We want to load up on this offense. And they have an implied total above five. It makes sense to be firing away on these Indians. Just look at some of these numbers on Mejia. 5.56 XFIP. K percentage, 13.5%. Walk rate at 10.8%. I mean, this guy is not good. Uh, he's definitely a pitcher that we can target here a ton. So I'm going to be playing these Indians bats. Uh, yeah, they're expensive. I totally get it. But we need to be loading up on them in this spot one guy who's going to be an interesting value i think on this slate if we get him in the five hole is brandon guyer uh you know he's a guy that we get there against lefties and i do think he could be a pretty decent value on this slate in your cash games if you want some cheap exposure to the indians offense because it's not too easy to get uh, cheap exposure to them uh, that's about it on the on this game. Let's move on to the next one. We got the St. Louis Cardinals. The Miami Marlins is an eight total here with Miles Mikolas against Pablo Lopez. And man, Mikolas is probably going to pitch a really good game. Uh, he's definitely a better real life pitcher than a fantasy pitcher because he does not have the strikeout upside that we really look for. And he's going against a team in the Marlins who, yeah, they don't have a ton of power and pop, but they don't really, uh, you know, that, that they don't really give you a ton of strikeouts. That's the one thing that uh, that worries you about this team. So I just feel like I'm staying away from Mikolas, but I, I don't know. I think you can take a shot on him in tournaments if you want. Just understand you might not get that big upside game that you're looking for. Uh, if it makes you feel safe playing him, I get it, but I'm not going that route. Uh, I think there's better pitchers to go to instead, but uh, I, I understand if you want to try and take a shot on him. I just worry about the K upside a ton with Mikolas. So about Pablo Lopez on the opposite side, and uh, I just don't think I need to do this here uh, against the Cardinals offense. I think there's just better cheap options, uh, one that we'll get to in the next game, and I just don't think it's too necessary. If you want to play Matt Carpenter, uh, I think that's a perfectly fine play tomorrow, or Marcel Marcelo Zuna, I'm okay with that. Uh, but I'm not going too crazy with Cardinals and not going too crazy with Marlins. Just not a game that I love rostering too much here on this slate. 
Next game up, we got the Baltimore Orioles and the Tampa Bay Rays. This is an eight total here with Alex Cobb against Tyler Glass now. And uh, this is a pitcher that Tyler Glass now, man, I want to be rostering him in this spot. Uh, he gets an Orioles team going into Tampa. Ballpark ground downgrade with a really righty heavy lineup. This is just a spot where Glass now has a ton of upside uh, and definitely can have a really good game. I do worry about the walks with him. If you fire up the plate IQ, you'll see Glass now. 13.8 walk percentage. I mean, that's really, really bad. And it's definitely very, very concerning here. It's something I don't like seeing. I'm definitely worried about, but he does have a 3.52 exit, a 30.3 K percentage. The upside is immense there. I do think he's a great cash game play too. Yes, there is some risk because of the walks that he has, but I do think we need to be considering Glass now as a cash option and a tournament option on this slate. Last note on Glass now, the one thing that uh, I do think is uh, really encouraging, sure, we're scared of Glass now's walks at 13.8%, but the Orioles are striking out at the, uh, what is it, two, four, the fifth lowest in the league. So uh, they are not walking a ton, so obviously that gives us, uh, you know, some reasons to be kind of uh, hopeful that they won't walk a ton uh, of batters here. So I do think Glass now is a phenomenal play, and I'm definitely going to be playing him on this slate a lot. On the opposite side, Alex Cobb, I, I don't really like Alex Cobb, not really an Alex Cobb believer. Uh, he is a guy that uh, he struggles a ton, he gets hit hard. I just don't think we need to be playing him here, despite the stadium uh, being a really good ballpark for pitchers. But I do think that some of these uh, raised bats could be interesting, and it's kind of going to keep it simple. I'm going to go with Malik Smith. If he's at the top, I think he's a really nice value. Then you got Jacob Bowers, who I think is a phenomenal power bat in that three hole, and then followed by CJ Cron. I really like him in the four hole, and I'm just going to kind of keep it simple with those three bats, the one, three, and four. Uh, not go too crazy with bats in this game because it's not an appealing spot for them. Next game up, Seattle Mariners, Texas Rangers, 11 total with Felix Hernandez and Bartolo Colon. And this is a game where we're going to want to load up on the bats, right? First of all, it's Bartolo Colon. We have to fire away on him. D. Gordon, Gene Segura, Denard Spann, Nelson Cruz, Mitch Hanniger. I mean, all these guys. Seager, it just every single bat. Zaninu, they're all in play. All phenomenal cash game options. All phenomenal turn options. Uh, you cannot avoid these Seattle bats here tomorrow. They are going to be one of the better plays on this slate. So I will be firing away on them in 96 degree uh texas heat so gotta load up on this game as much as you can looking on the opposite side felix hernandez he has had his struggles too he is someone that we can target uh, as well i do think looking at uh i guess let's go specific sites and look at some salaries here on the texas rangers we will start with fantasy draft and kind of see what we have on some salaries. We got Sinchu Chu, 9.1K. Uh, I like him. He's cheaper than uh, Joey Gallo. I'll probably go there. I like Adrian Beltre's price at 7.3. That's a really nice cheap price. Um, Odor is definitely expensive. You can afford him, sure, but I feel like on fantasy draft, it doesn't make as much sense where you're not forced to play second baseman. Uh, he is still a perfectly fine play, though. Let's look at DraftKings here and kind of compare the prices like Chu versus Gallo. I'm kind of a Chu fan over Gallo. So uh, it depends on the pitcher who's out there, but I think Chu is going to be the guy I'm going to go to uh, tomorrow on the slate. I do think Adrian Beltre, again, very good source of value at the third base position. Uh, I do think that playing him is a good idea. So I'll be playing some Sinshu Chu, or not some Sinshu Chu, some Adrian Beltre, I think, because he's just a really cheap price and uh, it's hard to get exposure to him. That sounds like a really good option to do in your cash games over on DraftKings. And then looking at uh, FanDuel, you know, Chu and Gallo's prices have gone up. I still think they're more of 
viable on those sites than the other sites, but I am going to definitely get some uh, exposure to those guys. Adrian Beltre is 3.1K. That's obviously a pretty solid value uh, overall. On uh, the Seattle side, obviously talked about the bats and stuff, but just let's, let's talk about the values that are sticking out. D. Gordon on FanDuel, Denard Span on FanDuel, Segura uh, is still a good price, and Mitch Hanniger. Uh, those guys are all really great prices. Uh, and then I still want to find a way to get in Nelson Cruz, so I'm going to have to try and do that. And like Mike Zanino is the minimum. Uh, FanDuel just has these Mar- uh, Seattle Mariners bats way too cheap, way, way too cheap. Uh, on DraftKings, let's see what we have over here. Um, I mean, not a lot sticking out, but I do like Mitch Hanniger's price at 4 or 5. You don't get him uh, that cheap too often, even though it's not a lefty. Still think he's a solid play here. And then going over to Fantasy Draft. Yeah, not not the greatest prices on these guys. Uh, some of these guys in the 8K range, I guess, are the better sources of value, but uh, definitely not the easiest on uh, Fantasy Draft and DraftKings, but I still think they're all really good plays. And you're going to want to load up on this game. Uh, 11 total here. Uh, don't miss out on uh, getting exposure. Next game up, San Diego Padres, Milwaukee Brewers. We have an eight and a half total here with Clayton Richard and Chase Anderson. And uh, yeah, Chase Anderson is actually a pretty decent play here in this spot, uh, surprisingly. He is a guy that I, uh, you know, I definitely, definitely am worried about that he's going to blow up here coming up shortly soon. Uh, He's got some numbers that show he's going to regress a little. But, uh, you know, he is 7.6K on FanDuel. On DraftKings, he's 7.8K. And then. Fantasy draft, he's 15K, and he gets a Padres offense that's uh, very righty-heavy. Uh, on top of that, they are not good against right-handed pitchers. I mean, this is a spot where, like, what lefties are you scared of? You're scared of Jankowski, Hosmer, uh, who else is in there? Galvis and Aswahe? Not really. Uh, I do think this is a spot where Anderson could have a good game. He's not one of my favorite pitchers in this mid-tier, but uh, if you're considering some mid-tier pitchers, he's on the list. Uh, again, it's very simple. Like, it's the Padres against a righty. I do think Anderson could pitch a good game. Uh, obviously, it is a ballpark up upgrade though for the Padres but I do think that Anderson is in play and someone to consider not as much my favorite playing cash games more of a guy I'm liking in tournaments because of the upside he can have against that offense uh Clayton Richard on the opposite side I am not liking him I do think this is a bad spot for him and Brewers uh, offense could be a really good one here uh you know Braun, Shup, Aguiar, uh Kane those four righties are obviously great and in play and the thing I like about them going against a righty is uh you know Mustakis and Shaw if they're both in the lineup like they don't really care they'll hit a lefty they'll hit a righty it doesn't matter and like a guy like Yelich too he's he's the same he's uh just a really solid hitter overall and if he gets on base uh you know obviously stolen base potential is always there and uh you know he's got a guy like Aguiar's hit sitting behind him so he'll he'll get in somehow and uh obviously great correlation as a stack so i think the brewer stack is a really really good under owned stack that people might not look to with uh you know going to texas and going to uh cores tomorrow so like the brewer stack is a little bit of a sneakier stack on this slate Another stack that I think could go more under own than it should, uh, New York Yankees, Chicago White Sox, nine total here with CeCe Sabathia against Ronaldo Lopez. And yes, this Yankees offense is not what it was with uh, no judge and Stanton, right? Uh, it's definitely not as strong of a lineup here, but they are going against Ronaldo Lopez. And Ronaldo Lopez, what is he? He is a bad pitcher. I mean, he could be the worst pitcher on the slate. I mean, 5.89 XFIP, K percentage at 16.2%, walk rate 10.2%. He is a really, really, really bad pitcher. So we want to be attacking Ronaldo Lopez. This is definitely a good spot to load up on the Yankees offense. Uh, One through nine, I think they're phenomenal tournament plays, but I want to get exposure to the Yankees tomorrow. This is definitely a good spot to load up on them. So don't miss out on the Yankees stack tomorrow. Uh, That one through five is obviously really good, but don't don't be scared to leave off, uh, you know, Greg Bird, Andujar, even go to a Neil Walker who hit one out uh yesterday i do think this yankee stack is really good and they're a team that just might go a little uh overlooked uh in cash games 
I'm trying to see like what sticks out. I mean, I'd probably go to Stanton because a lot of these other outfielders are kind of overpriced and uh, Stanton feels a little more underpriced. Um, I like Didi if you can get him. Uh, let's see what his price is. FanDuel 3.8K, DraftKings, he's 4.8. I mean, it's kind of expensive. Uh, don't know if I want to spend my money that way, but that's how the Yankees feel. It just feels like I don't want to spend my money this way with the Yankees on this slate, and uh, it feels like people just go to you know the Seattle bats and the Rockies bats instead. They'll find a little bit more money, so uh, gotta like the Yankee stacks and tournaments, guys. Uh, on the opposite side, I just don't think I'm attacking CC Sabathia, and I'm not playing CC Sabathia. Uh, it is worth noting, though, I mean, the White Sox do hit lefties really well. This is like a typical spot that I would get super excited about. So uh, actually, in tournaments, I do think you have to consider it more because of the amount of power that this White Sox team has, right? If you go like an Anderson, Abreu, Avisel Garcia, Moncada, Davidson, like those guys all together, even Yolmer, you can throw in there, just that one through six. Um, if you are making 150 lineups, I do think you should give some percentage to the White Sox. I wouldn't overlook it completely, and people are going to see that total. Even myself, I kind of did it there and said, oh, I probably shouldn't play him here. And it's been more so, I just haven't really targeted against CC Sabathia uh, a ton this year. I've done a little bit, but not as much as you would think. Um, so yeah, I, I do think the White Sox are in play as an offense to play in tournaments. Not as much in cash games, but uh, tournament play, definitely think that you're going to get this offense really low owned and just the amount of power that they have is just uh you know they have they have tournament winning upside against lefties almost any time out there so i don't want to miss out on them when they're going to be like what two to five percent owned so definitely get some exposure to uh the white Sox stacks and the yankee stacks again in that chicago park which is a really good hitters park uh so yeah don't want to overlook that at all Next game up, Chicago Cubs. Kansas City Royals is a nine total here with Mike Montgomery against Brad Keller. And Mike Montgomery, uh, he is not a guy I love rostering, but against the Royals, I think you could get away with it if you want for cheap. I think there's better cheap options, but if you're looking for a cheap one, I, I don't hate him. He's uh, in the conversation, I guess you could say. Uh, the Royals are not a great team, but if you need a cheapie, uh, I wouldn't argue against it. Uh, he's in the player pool, but he probably gets uh, probably gets kicked out late in the day. Uh, Brad Keller on the upside, he is not good. I am not going to be playing him. Uh, I will be getting some exposure to this Cubs offense. This is a Cubs offense that uh, they can uh, swing swing pretty well. Uh, you know, give me Rizzo, Zobrist, uh, Baez, Schwarber, Contreras. Those are my maybe Hap too. Like just those six are the guys I really want to mix in. Uh, obviously, if you're making stacks, I'd probably keep Hayward in there as well. But uh, you know, five point zero seven implied total. Sure the Cubs disappointing yesterday, uh, but I feel like people just kind of will stay away from the Cubs today after what happened yesterday and all those other offenses being on the board that they'd rather consider. So uh, I don't want to miss out on the Cubs stack. I do think that they can have a big day, so I uh, don't want to overlook that. Uh, not really playing many Royals here. Don't love this spot. I mean, I guess Salvador Perez is like the one guy I'd play against Montgomery, uh, but that's about it. I just don't don't love uh, don't love playing Royals. Uh, if you listen to my content, you know I hate playing the Royals. They're not a fun roster for me. Uh, next game up, Pittsburgh Pirates, Colorado Rockies, 11 total here, and this is the Coors game, and we got Jamison Tyon against Chad Bettis, and yeah, I mean, it's tough. I don't love targeting against Tyon here. Tyon's been really good this season. I do think you can you know, take shots with like Blackman, uh, Cargo, if Dahl's in the lineup, that's perfectly fine, but it's not a spot where I'm just loading up on Rockies and thinking that they're phenomenal plays. I think they're good plays, but uh, I'm not really loving targeting Tyon today on this slate too much. 
it's just not the most ideal spot to just just jam these guys in. I do think where you can get them at good salaries, like Cargo on FanDuel, I might put him in there just because it seems like too cheap of a price. Uh, I mean, LeMahieu seems kind of cheap on DraftKings. You might do that, but again, I'm just uh, it just depends on what the lineup's going to end up being uh, on this slate. But uh, I have more interest in the uh, Pirate side against Betis. Uh, I think that they're going to be an interesting play. And uh, looking at some of the salaries here, what, where's the best route to go? I mean, Corey Dickerson, if he is leading off, I like him. Marte. Polanco, I think those are all good plays. Cervelli, he's only 3-4 on a FanDuel like that. You can call him Moran in the 5-hole at 3-3, like his salary over there. But the, the Coors bats have gotten the price hike. Uh, that is definitely something worth noting. Like, look at DraftKings. 5-3 on Dickerson. 5-8 on Marte. 5-7 on Polanco. I mean, that's really expensive for those guys. I'm not saying it's something I'm definitely going to be rostering, but I do think they're good plays, and uh, it's just they are expensive, though. Uh, if you want to play Coors, you got to kind of have to uh, pay for it. Call Moran, though, at 3-9 on DraftKings. That's a nice little value at the 5-hole you might want to plug in there uh, at your third base position if you're having trouble you know getting exposure to these course bats that's a good route to go and then looking at fantasy draft moran same thing seven seven he seems like an easy fit in your infield to just throw in there if you want to get a little bit of exposure to this game uh but if you want to play this game in tournaments uh you know you're gonna have to have some cheap pitchers and if you want to play in cash games you're not gonna get as much exposure as you think to the rockies game and i think more people are gonna be gravitating to that seattle and texas 11 total because again similar totals with that rockies game and the texas game and there's just worse pitchers in the Texas game and uh, just cheaper salaries. So I think most people are going to gravitate to that if you want to say what's going to be the, uh, you know, the most owned uh, game of the day. That's my bet. Next game up, we got the Philadelphia Phillies, the Arizona Diamondbacks. We got Nick Pavetta against Zach Greinke. And uh, I do think Pavetta has, you know, he has tournament winning upside. Uh, I just... Uh, I just don't know if I can play him here against the Diamondbacks. I, if you're playing a, like you know 150 tournament teams, I would like to get maybe five percent of them just because I, I believe in the talent in uh, Pavetta, but uh, not somewhere I'm looking in cash games. Not someone uh, you know I'm not looking to load up on tomorrow. I do like Granky a lot though. If you're playing tournaments, you're playing cash. I think he is a viable option, someone to consider. The Phillies struggle against righties, and Granky is a really good righty. Sure, he might not be that uh, you know amazing K upside righty that we have, but with that uh, matchup, that's kind of giving us the uh, potential really unlock his ceiling here uh look at the numbers on Granky: 3.53 x whip the k percentage at 25.9 percent walk rate at 4.4 percent this just seems like a spot where Granky could have a really nice outing so i like Granky. uh i'm definitely considering him in cash considering in tournaments on all sites around the industry uh seems like a phenomenal option on the diamondback side if i play any bats uh maybe i go back to well on like a david peralta because he just had a two home run game but uh i don't know i'm not I'm not in the business of really doing that too much. So I just think this is a game where I'm going to just trust uh, the pitching more so than the hitting, and I'm not really going to go too crazy with it here. Let's go to the uh, second to last game of the night. We got the Los Angeles Dodgers and the Oakland Athletics with Rich Hill against Sean Mania. And uh, yeah, not a game I love here. I don't think it's a spot where I'm going to play many hitters. Like, you know, with Mania on the opposite side, I'll probably look at some of the righties. I'll look at like Justin Turner, Manny Machado, Brian Dozier. Uh, maybe look at like those power Dodgers righties. Sure, it's not a great ballpark for him, but I do think that this is a spot where they could uh, hit Mania up a little bit and those power righties could be really good plays. So I kind of like maybe going with a mini stack of that. Uh, so yeah, Dodgers are certainly in play because that offense is uh, very, very good right now. And then uh, on the opposite side, Rich Hill uh, against this Oakland offense. I'm not really going to play too many Oakland A's. Like if you wanted to play like a Chris Davis with a K, I wouldn't hate it. But uh, I do like Rich Hill a little bit here. I think he's someone that I'll play in tournaments. If I'm playing 150 lineups, I think you want to get a little exposure to Rich Hill. He's a, he's a good tournament pitcher who has tournament winning upside, and uh, the A's are not in the greatest spot here. So uh, it's also a pitcher's park worth noting. So I do think Rich Hill 
Hill is someone that we should uh, consider as someone that could be viable tomorrow. Last game on the slate, we got the Detroit Tigers against the Los Angeles Angels. This is an eight and a half total here with Jacob Turner against Andrew Heaney. And uh, it's really depressing because I don't think Mike Trout will be playing tomorrow on his birthday, uh, but happy 27th birthday to Mike Trout, the GOAT, uh, one of my favorite players to watch in the league. But uh, we got Turner against Heaney, and uh, let's talk about the Angels offense here. Without Trout in the lineup, they have a 5.02 implied total. I do think Otani is actually one of the better plays on this slate. Love him on FanDuel. At that price, I think he's someone that you want to be considering against Turner. I think he's a good candidate to hit one out tomorrow uh solid price on DraftKings at 4-4 and then uh yeah fantasy draft I'm not seeing a price here on him but uh like Otani on this slate uh do think he is someone that I'm gonna look to get some exposure to if I pick anyone on this Angels offense uh if you want to play like an Upton I wouldn't hate that uh they do have some uh cheaper prices over on FanDuel like the most you're spending on like the one through Actually, the one through nine, the entire lineup is you're paying three, three for Cole Calhoun and then three, two for Otani. So uh, pretty cheap price on the Angels, especially with a five total. Do you think there's someone to consider on FanDuel DraftKings? Uh, most you're spending is 4-4. So again, uh, kind of a cheap offense. And then on Fantasy Draft, the most you're spending is 8-5. But for some reason, Otani's price isn't in here. So if he's not on their site, um, maybe I'm just not finding him here. Uh then it's kind of tougher to stack them up because if you, if you can't play Otani and miss out on him, that's kind of frustrating. But have to like this Angels offense. I do think that they're certainly in play. Uh, it's not one of my favorite offenses on the day, but I do think it's uh, worth noting. And it's going to be 90 degrees out there, wind blowing out almost 10 miles an hour. So that's obviously better for the hitters as well. On the opposite side, I think, uh, you know, this Tigers offense, I won't be playing any of them. There is a lefty on the opposite side, and I do get scared of the Tigers against lefties. I'm not saying that they're going to hit them up, but I don't know if it's a spot that I want to just target against them. Uh, I do think Heaney is a good pitcher, though, someone that we can, uh, you know, maybe play. If you look at his salary, let's see what we can get his price at around the industry. Fandle, he's 8-9. DraftKings 8-8, and then Fantasy Draft 7-3. So he's more so in that mid-tier. Uh, I do think you can get away with playing Heaney. If you kind of make a lineup and you fall on him, I'm okay with it. Um, you know, I don't think the mid-tier... The mid-tier pitchers, it's not like super, super strong today. It's solid, but I think if you fall on a guy like Heaney, I wouldn't talk you out of it. That's kind of how I feel on him on this slate. But uh, more so interested on the Angel side of the ball than the Tiger side. But that's bad. that about wraps up the slate, guys. Uh, let's kind of summarize it uh, by talking about the stacks that I like. Of course, I like the Rockies. Uh, I like the uh, you know Seattle and Texas game. I'll keep those off as my favorite stacks. Uh, it's obvious I'm going to be playing them in cash. Uh, you, you should be playing them in tournaments. But the two stacks that I think could go overlooked, you know, I guess you could call them uh, the overlooked difference makers. I think that's going to be the Brewer stack and the Yankee stack. I just don't think people are going to play them as much as uh, you know you might think on a normal slate. Uh, people may say, oh yeah, everyone will play the Yankees. I just don't think they're going to go as owned as people think uh, they've been struggling uh they have not been uh hitting the way that people you know expected them and now they get terrible Ronaldo Lopez it just seems like a great spot to play some Yankees and then on the opposite side man I, I like this Brewer stack too I think this could be a really good spot for them and they'll just go under owned as well so I uh, like those two stacks as the under owned uh stacks of the day but that wraps up the slate guys uh thanks a lot for joining me I, I should be back on Friday breaking down the slate for you guys though so good luck in your contest tonight everyone and I will see you later Pros do it right by relying on trusted brands because your reputation depends on it. Lowe's is here to help by having more of those brands in stock like DeWalt. So when you need a DeWalt tool fast, you know where to go and where to save. Because we stock the largest in-store selection of DeWalt power tools and accessories of any national retailer. And now you can save $100 on a DeWalt XR2 tool 20-volt max brushless power tool combo kit featuring a drill and impact driver for just $289. Do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Offer valid through 616 U.S. only. Let's say you just bought a house. 
Bad news is, you're one step closer to becoming your parents. You'll proudly mow the lawn. Ask if anybody noticed you mowed the lawn. Tell people to stay off the lawn. Compare it to your neighbor's lawn. And complain about having to mow the lawn again. Good news is, it's easy to bundle home and auto through Progressive and save on your car insurance. Which, of course, will go right into the lawn. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company, affiliates, and other insurers. Discount not available in all states or situations.